0: Welcome to the Broad Story Project. In these times of COVID-19, the world is a crazy jungle of contradictions. One place broads instinctively turn to for solace is our memories, stories from our pasts that have shaped us and remain part of us, defining what we value and what gives us joy. Suez Jacobson leads this project. She is a writer, the executive producer of the film Wild Hope, and serves on the Broads Board of Directors. Hello, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Suez Jacobson, and we're very lucky today to have Robin Brodsky with us. Tell us just a little bit about yourself and how you got involved with Broads. Well, let's see. I live in Florida County. I've been here for about 20 years.
1: I worked in outdoor education and wilderness therapy for a long time, years and years and years. I've done a lot of long solo trips the last probably 11 years. I've been traveling the world by bicycle. And now I'm back in La Plata County after like about three and a half years on a bike, traveling across the U.S. twice. I cycled the Baja Divide and then I traveled to Australia. I spent a year riding throughout Australia, a couple of months in New Zealand. I went up to Malaysia and then up to India where I adopted a dog.
0: Then came back to the States in February of 2019. Wow, you've been all over. That's been a pretty exciting life you've had there in the last yeah. few years. How yeah. did you get involved with broads?
1: I have known about broads since pretty much their inception. I had a good friend years and years ago. When I first got into wilderness therapy, one of the educational experts where I worked at a Monticello told me about broads. That was back in 2000. And I've sort of been in and out of touch with broads over the years. And just the last year and a half that I've been back in La Plata County, I've just gotten more and more uh, involved. I'm not as involved as I could be with broads, but I sure appreciate their work. And I know back in the day, one of their big campaigns was trying to keep the four-wheelers out of some of the rural areas in Utah, especially around, I um, think it was like Nilshoe Canyon and a couple of other spots. And I often saw, you know, track cause uh, crypto soils. It was hurtful. I found it painful, actually. Anger was secondary to what I was <laughs> really feeling, to grief.
0: So I've been following them since. Well, you've had so many experiences. Is there one particular place or time you'd like to tell us about, a time when you can, again, return in your memories during these times of COVID-19 and so much racial, economic, and environmental injustice. And we go back to these stories. I know I went back to thinking about being in the Boundary Waters. Is there one of those for you?
1: Yeah, I think one that really stands out for me was the Baja Divide, which is an off-road route down to the length of Baja. And um, I took care of my mother for a good part of the last year and a half of her life. I lived with her for about nine months in New England. My brothers and I were trying to help my mom move, and she needed to get out of her house. She'd lived in the house for 30 years. My dad had been gone for 15 of them or so. We wanted to transition her closer to my younger brother, who was in Washington, D.C., so I stayed with my mom for a month and cleaned out the house and helped her. We sold the house. She moved to D.C., and I actually had to go back to work. I went to work in Hawaii. Um, She passed away while I was there in 2015, and then I left my job in Hawaii, and I flew to San Francisco, and I cycled back to Durango across southern Utah. That was pretty spectacular, and then I decided to do this ride, and I, the day before the election, I flew from Albuquerque to San Diego, and I pulled my bike out of a bike box on the plane. I put it together in the airport in San Diego and started pedaling south on this new cross-country bike route. It was a great ride. I spent three months in Baja alone in the desert riding my bicycle. And I never, it's funny, I was never worried. People ask me all the time, weren't you afraid? And I said, no, should I have been? I don't know. Maybe I'm a little bit naive, but the Baja desert is spectacular, I have to tell you. The saguaro forests are incredible. I have some photos of my bicycle parked up next to a saguaro. And the thing is, immense. But I really enjoyed the desert. I saw incredible bird life, uh, road runners everywhere, and just this incredible quiet. I really find the quiet reassuring. And, you know, I recently lost my mom. I think I'm really close to the end of her life, finally. You know how mothers and daughters can be. Uh, being in Baja, I've got to this kind of process her death and then my life with her.
0: I know that when my mother died I also it took me much longer to process that than I had anticipated and to be able to do it in the wild is such a gift. I I wasn't quite as fortunate but um I know I went many times to the wild to to work on processing that. So wow that's an amazing story.
1: There's not a lot of people out there in the middle of Baja.
0: The few that I did meet,
1: ranchers and cowboys, were really kind and generous. I was never afraid. The southern state, Baja Sur, they call it, South Baja. But there's a series of missions that were built in the 16th century. And the missions are all built around springs. And the Spaniards brought all these gate palms with them and planted them around these missions. And they're, some of them are just fallen to ruin. And I was able to enter one that was on the property of a ranch. And this young man came out of his house. And um it was beautiful. I really enjoyed being in Baja, and I made my way down to La Paz, where I have some really good friends now, and I, I just found it really comforting. The media would have us believe that, you know, what Trump said about the people in Mexico, they're all rapists and thieves and thugs and whatnot, and that is so far from the truth. You know, I just, that was not my experience at all. I was never pray for my life in Baja, ever.
0: Well, I think we have to experience these places to realize the reality of of what's there. That's amazing that you've had all these great opportunities. Um, what advice would you have for somebody who maybe can't really get out like you have, either time or drinks or just stick uh, to itness that you must have? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a great question. Not everybody can travel like that.
1: I crossed Australia on a bicycle and not everybody can do that. And I get that. Not everybody has to do that. Um, I'm not even sure I had to do it, but I, I guess I did because I did it. But I would say that just to be outside away from traffic and noise and haste, even if it's just sitting under a tree in a quiet spot is remarkably healing. You yeah, know, we're lucky. We live in a really beautiful area. It's easy to get out. I know there's people that never get out of the city. I'm not sure how to make that happen, but you just have to make the time.
0: Yeah, but getting someplace that's quiet is a real treat for the soul, that's for sure. And dark, you know. The skies must have been amazing in Baja.
1: Oh, yeah, they were pretty spectacular. The darkest skies I've ever seen were in Central Australia. I've never seen stars like that. That was amazing. I was in Baja in the winter. It was actually pretty cold. And so I was wrapped up in my sleeping bag in my tent by 7 o'clock at night, you know. It was cold.
0: It's not often we get to talk to somebody who's had all these incredible experiences. So thank you for that. Before we wrap up, do you have one more thing you want to say?
1: I just want to, you know, thank uh, Rod for doing what they do. They do awesome stuff. and. You know, they keep our politicians on their toes. So thank you for doing that. And um I'm glad, to I'm really glad that I get to be a part of it. It's a real gift.
0: Yeah, well, we're so happy to have you. Thanks so much, Robin, for your time <laughs> and your energy and your stories. We appreciate it. Yeah, I got more if you want more. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> it sounds like you have a wealth of stories. We might be back at you. Don't miss the next episode of The Broad Story Project. You'll find links to other stories on our website under news,